Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. If you don't get surrounded by people that is... I don't know, that you have something in common that you can talk, that you can trust, the experience wouldn't be the same, you know? Yeah. The place, the, the, the whatever you are, it will be horrible. Yeah. You know, like I think people make the experience. Vanessa moved to Dublin eight years ago from her hometown just outside of Barcelona. We chat about why she decided to come to Ireland and more importantly, why she has stayed here for so long. Throughout the conversation, we go into a bit more detail on the different stages of her life and how she is learning to discover herself. She talks about learning to unlearn and pushing herself to grow as a person. Something which I think we can all learn from Vanessa is that life is not about the cliched version of the destination nor the journey, but is defined purely by the people or community you are surrounded by. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Remember that sharing this podcast with a friend or giving us a quick rating or review is what keeps the fire alive for us and makes all the work really worthwhile. We really appreciate your support. And now, my conversation with Vanessa. I think because my brain is most active in the morning time anyway, Everybody's yeah. brain is more active. Not mine today, but... Um, well, you just came back. You you woke up at, what, four o'clock this morning? Half four. Half four. Got on a flight from, from Barcelona to, to Dublin. El Prat. Uh, from El Prat to Dublin. And then you were there for a week, right? Yes. Yeah. Monday to Sunday. What do you miss? At home. Yeah. From home. Apart from, like, family and... I mean, obviously, you miss your family and things like Yeah, this. I do miss my family. But you know what, Mark? After eight years, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's quite normal to me, you know? Yeah. Like, I've been here for since 2015. Um, at the beginning, you don't have friends he- here, you know? Yeah. Um, you have 
your family is super far away when you are so used to, to live with my parents and 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 have them every day. So at the beginning, it was hard. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah. Like, well, why did you actually, I, I never actually spoke to you about this before. So anybody is listening, I, I like Vanessa and I, we know each other. Yeah. Uh, but maybe we actually haven't spoken to you about why you decided to come. I actually don't even know where, I think you've been in Ireland more or less seven or eight years now, right? Yeah, eight years in <laughs> January. It's a long time. Yeah. It's a long that, time. I know. Uh, that's pretty much your, all, most of your adult life. I speak Gaelic. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's pretty impressive. You obviously speak more than I do then. Gora Mila. Why did you actually come here? What was it that triggered it? Um, I basically, I, I don't have studies, okay? Like, I never been interested to go into university or I or study something. Because I basically, I still don't find what is my wow, you know. But my friend and I, we just realized that our English was very bad. Okay. Super bad. And I came out from a really toxic relationship, which... Well, you were very young at this point. Yeah, I was 24. 24 years old. And I don't know, I just... Your body just asks you for a change, you know. And we... Originally, we were going to go to London, but... We didn't want to change euros for sterling, so we were like, okay, what's what's another option or what's another country that we can go without using another coin, you know? Yeah. And I, I, Mark, I'm so sorry about that, but I didn't know Ireland existed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my friend was searching and all, and, and, and it was Ireland there and the capital Dublin. I was like, oh my God, Dublin. And nowadays, you know, at the beginning, was like, I, I said, I was saying Berlin. You know, until I said it's with B, not okay. with B. Yeah, I've heard people say that before. Actually, yeah. Nowadays, when I'm going to my hometown, there is people asking me, "How is in London?" or "How is in Berlin?" I was like, "Well, <laughs> neither of them, but it's Dublin." Um, so, sorry yeah. for anybody who's listening, uh, Vanessa. You're doing absolutely amazing because I am in front of Vanessa right now, and I'm trying to set up a a video recording her, and it's like the first time I've ever used a video before in my life i just can't can't do this can you i just think i just think the camera cannot handle my my beautiness <laughs> yeah that's it can you handle, yeah. can you fix sure. that for me yeah i will the legs on this thing yeah i will do it as a uh, i mean i think it's like a spider uh-huh you know okay very good but I? look at that skill you have i'm so bad at the video i'm improving at audio but that thing Whoever made that, um, for like it's it's one of those rings. Is it okay or is that it like chicken? It's it's okay now. I'm just afraid it's gonna move. But let's if you if you just move a little bit that that way. Yeah. Ah, oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We we don't we cannot touch the table, Mark. No. Vale. Of course. Um. Anyway, you were saying. You were saying you came out. You were very young. You came out of a toxic yeah. relationship. Yeah. Well, toxic. I mean, we were super young, yeah. both of them, you know. No, I don't want to say toxic because what's toxic and what's not toxic, you know. But yeah, and I just wanted a change, you know. I just want, and I always wanted to learn English, you know, because in school, at least when I was going to school, first of all, I wasn't paying attention. And second of all, my 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 teacher was speaking in Spanish instead of like English, you know. Mm. So I think that things, when you're in school, you don't learn English because it's always in your n- native language, you know. Tell me this though, was it like, 
Was learning English an excuse to just leave? No. No? You really no. wanted... Why, yeah. what, what was it about learning English that you really wanted to do? Because for my first point, it was going to the capital because I'm from a town beside Barcelona. Yeah. Okay, yeah. My, my friend Andrea and I, we always dream to go to Barcelona and dream the city, big city girls, you know? Yeah, yeah. But at that point, I was doing most of my life in Barcelona, like going out, going for like stores, buying clothes or whatever we needed at that time. And it was a lot of tourists back then, you know, and mm. people was asking things in, in English, not every time, you know, but we didn't even know how to respond to that. Yeah. And it was quite pathetic. Yeah. All right. So for that made you then kind of like, right, let's go. Was it with Andrea you came then to? No, Andrea stayed in my town. I came with another girl. I call her Tita, but mm -hmm. her original name is Tamara. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you came... Uh, back eight years ago now yeah Crazy. 11th of january 2015 was the date that i stepped into this country 11th of january 2015 it's actually funny because that's i left ireland in 2015 and i, I moved to spain there you go was, <laughs> it was an exchange it was an exchange we, we exactly know. yeah they're like all right you take this one we'll have that one exactly that's it that's um, it. You came over first, and you—you you obviously, as you—I'm not gonna say because I don't know—but you used the word pathetic, so your English was pathetic, right? Wow. So you arrived over here uh, with pathetic English. I'm sure it wasn't. But what did you? What did you do then? Um, so I paid a month in a school. Okay. Only one which, month. Only one month because my economy was pathetic as well. <laughs> So, yeah, I just I just could afford one month, you know, okay. because I think it was with the school and the residence, because it was a student resident that it was connected with the school. Yeah. It was 1,200 back yeah. then. I, I cannot even ask myself how much it's going to be now. But yeah. yeah, they're not cheap. Not cheap. So I did my savings, you know. I was working as a hairdresser part-time. I had my savings because, of course, I was living with my parents. And then I decided it was time to, to do something for myself. Yeah. Um, with my little coins, I paid the, the school. And after, uh, my mom gave me the money for another month because the experience was amazing. Like, I think I never had so much fun in my life. Isn't that, isn't that funny because you, you described school when you were younger as exactly. like, I never paid attention. Obviously, you didn't enjoy it. It was boring. And then you came over here. And it, it is, it's not really school. It's, it's different. Yeah. But at the same time, did you learn much in that time? I still didn't pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, Mark, if I'm 100% honest with you. But you meet people from all around. French people, German people, Mexican people, you know, that I never had that experience before. Yeah. So, I don't know, it's just... Well, why did you like that? Because I like to meet people from other nationalities, you know? I think it's super fun how we connected, even mm -hmm. though we are from different cultures. Yeah. We're still European, but for example, with the Mexican people, is with the ones that I connected the most. Yeah. I don't know if because we... I couldn't speak English properly back then, so Mexican and it's Spanish, you know, yeah. so. Yeah. It's Mexican. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can imagine it is. I also find it fun, but I know some people, they don't really care necessarily about meeting other yeah. cultures that much. But it's interesting that you came over and that was something that 
like gave you lots of energy and yes, you were excited so about much it. so when you came to dublin first it was like it was a good feeling super good feeling i just felt like i was in a harry potter movie you know <laughs> like all the, the houses one beside another you know because mm. in spain we have big buildings apartments yeah, yeah. houses are kind of they're common but you can't you don't see them as much you know yeah like in dublin or in ireland and it was super good but i have a funny thing that I have to tell you like the first day that I stepped here I was in the bus okay careful with the table by the way I yeah. two <laughs> floors yeah and I was amazed you know I was like wow that bus is amazing you know and with all the amaze I was looking around I left my laptop in the bus oh no you know my laptop thing, yeah. which was pretty much new yeah probably you know 500 euro worth of laptop or something i don't i can't remember but it was painful oh, no. uh, and did you like did you say to the like lost and found yeah like i left my my school papers inside because i i left my laptop in a bag that i was carrying with my school papers and the bus driver called to the school by by the way the school was isi i don't know if you know isi i've heard of it before yeah, yeah. and amazing school but yeah, the girl in the reception, uh, hi, um, is Vanessa Luna can come here. I need to talk to her. I was like, oh my God, what did I do? You know, because I was so used to, to being in school and people giving out to me like teachers and all. I was like, Bye. I just came. And the girl was like, oh, the bus driver just called. Like she has, he has your laptop. So he's going to meet you and whatever, oh, whatever. Brilliant. And the guy gave it to me. I, I, I would love to give him tips right now. If you're listening to me. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. But it was amazing. I don't know. It was in, sorry about this, but in Barcelona, <laughs> your laptop will be more than sell at that time. <laughs> well, yeah. And who knows? They could potentially happen here too. You just, you got the generosity or, or just a person who's, you know, yeah. a good person. No, absolutely. Know? Absolutely. Yeah. Like I've heard some, I've heard some nice stories of, of from chatting to people on the podcast of, people who come uh, there was a guy ed from singapore he told me when he came first you know i think he was oh, a little bit stressed it was a long flight from singapore and wow. i think he had many stopovers so when he got to dublin uh, he was tired so he's like listen i'm just gonna get a taxi i have my uh, address where i need to go his first ever time in dublin and he got into a taxi and the the taxi man was like where do you need to go ed told him wherever he was going uh, he arrived at his destination and Ed was like, okay, so how much, how much do I owe you? Like, this is the first time I've even used euros. And he's like, oh, don't, don't worry about it. And he's like, what, what? He's like, yeah, welcome to Ireland. Like, buy yourself Aww. a coffee. Um, and it's just nice, you know, nice to so hear those nice. stories. So, um, so nice, honestly. You often hear a lot of bad stories about bus drivers and taxi drivers. So there's a couple of good ones. Yeah, but it's the same. Like, you can't, it's, it's the balance, yeah, no, in life. Yeah, so. of course. No, but what I find in here, like uh, Irish people, you guys are very kind, very yeah. helpful, you know? Most of the time. Um, you've been he here eight years. I guess my main question is, and I know that there's been times that you've wanted to leave. Is your main question why I still speak English so bad? <laughs> no. You are, yeah, we've, we've got to the point. Your fluency is amazing in English. It's amazing. <laughs> Uh, so congratulations on thank, that. Thank you so much. Uh, you are no longer pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm still, ah, I'm on. still, I'm in other points in my life, you know. <laughs> Aren't we all? Um, how come you've stuck around for eight years? Um, I just loved it. Yeah. 
you know? And I think what it kept me here, Mark, was because I left Spain in that time where I wasn't feeling okay there, you know, with that kind of situations mm. in my life and all. And here was a new start with that I loved so much, mm. you know, and I and I felt that I, it wasn't my time to leave yet. Yeah. You know, not just yet. And yeah, and after that, but after those two months, I went back to Spain for three months. Okay. Because I was trying to, to get some job but it, it wasn't successful. So I decided to be to apply for au pair. I don't know if you know what. Yeah, pair. okay, okay, of course. So uh, so after your school, you were here for like two months in school and then yeah. you went back to Spain for three, three months, months. Yeah. thinking I'm, now I've learned English and I'm going to return. Exactly. Okay. And yeah, I'm going to return that. with a job, uh, whatever it cost me, you know, because I just feel like um, I didn't get the English that I wanted, you know? Okay. Um. All right. Really cool. So... Like, do you think you'll ever live in Spain again? No. Honestly? No. Not at the moment. Do you think you'll ever live in, in any other country? Yes, I could. Yeah. You know, like, maybe... I'm not planning in a long term in my life, you know, because you never know. Yeah. I'm, I'm open with options because you, you're living, no? Like, things come and opportunities. But at the moment, I'm finding myself here for a long term. Yeah. And I wanted to yeah. be like that. That's you know? kind of amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess it wasn't ever in your plans either. You didn't... But these things can happen, can't they? It's just sometimes yeah. you, you... To be honest, I, 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 like, I, know, I see you very happy. I am. Yeah. I am. And, you know, like my mom, when she was young, uh, when she was 18, she left. She moved to Venezuela with his husband at mm. that time. And he, she was living there for eight years, Mark, in Venezuela. Wow. You know, she had like a bar. She opened a bar. So she was wow. an owner. And and my mom always, when I, when I decide to move to Dublin, I know mm. it's not like in the other side of the ocean, but she said to me, like, I always knew that you will move, you know, mm. from, from Spain. Yeah. And I was like, wow. And you never told me that. I was like, yeah, but because I didn't want to say anything, but I had the feeling, you know, I said, my, my daughter is going to be the same, mm. you know? And I was like, oh, well, that's, that's nice, you know? That's weird. I, I, I think, yeah, maybe something in your genetics as well. I, yeah. I Sometimes I look at my family and all of us, all my brothers, so I have three brothers and a sister, and we've all lived abroad. Have we? Yeah, all of us. Uh, and at one point, I think, maybe even at one point, all of us were living outside of Ireland. Like the three of yous? All, all f five of us. Oh. Um, or maybe one of us, sorry, maybe my sister was here in Ireland. But my brother was in Jamaica. Wow. I was in living in Spain. My other brother in Australia. Um, and, you know, sorry, my oldest brother and my sister were actually here, but in very different, like in different parts of Ireland. And I was like, geez, it's like... You know the Christmas phone call. Yeah, it was very like international, um, and I think it is sometimes. It's not it is, Christmas here, but is it? Is something almost genetic? Oh, yeah, to I a think so. Extent. Well, I, well, I don't so. know, but something inside that, like, kind of um, that searching bell. for something. Yeah, calls, calls. Um, I was listening to um, another podcast yesterday, and it was a guy talking about how 
you know, uh, you, people need to go through what he called like rites of passage. Like, mm. do you ever hear, you know, your own story? You need your own difficult moments. Yes. And even though you might not like difficult moments, sometimes I think people search for them. Mm. And I think that's, you know, why people might go traveling or move country because they're kind of testing themselves. Yeah. You were testing yourself. Yeah. Um, you wanted to see if you could do it. Exactly. And I did it. Yeah. And so you did as well. <laughs> yeah. But what's the... We kind of have to continue doing that though, right? Yeah. So are you asking me if I'm going to move to Berlin? And no, Berlin? I'm asking <laughs> you, like, what's the next test? Um. Well, I just left my job for like four years, you know, yeah. like even more. Yeah. Well, no, four years. But yeah, I just left my, my permanent job. Yeah. Which I was okay with the salary you know yeah. so i think my next step right now because you didn't enjoy it i didn't enjoy it no at all it was too much yeah it was too much i wasn't happy like i didn't have any life aside of work you know i came home i was thinking in work like what i could do better what i did wrong you know yeah you know you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know you know so yeah that that was a a good step that i think that I right. did, you know, yeah. because leaving a job, I don't find it. I was a scared, Mark. I'm still am, you know, yeah, because it's normal. But I think it was a, like a big step up. Mm. And now I, I'm just trying to find myself, to mm. be honest, because when I just find that I was living for work, like uh, my whole life, I don't like to study, but I'm, I like to work and I like to work hard, you know, yeah. and I like to to make myself like kind of like really high expectations in, in when I'm working, which yeah. is bad, but it's good at the same time, you know, uh -huh. but I just find that it was was too much because it, it's not go, it doesn't belong with my character, you know, yeah, uh, been like that because after I just feel like I, f I find myself in a really small position. Yeah. You know, so at this point, my next step is to find who is Vanessa Luna mm -hmm. and what she likes to do. Mm -hmm. And that's you know the way you said you were you were you're scared. Yeah. Um. What? How would you feel if I told you you'll always be scared? Like you'll even if you find something that you you might doing. It's just human nature. I know. I'm scared to be here <laughs> talking yeah. to you right now yeah, yeah. And, and knowing that people is going to listen to that conversation. Yeah. You know? The first time I did this, I was really nervous as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you just, like, it's, I used to get freaked out by the whole, you know, the record button. <laughs> the, yes. like, it's all of a sudden something clicks in your head and you're like, what? You've become like, and then, yeah. and you've done, I've done it quite a few times now. I don't get nervous anymore, but, uh, it's also kind of fun, right? Having that feeling of nervousness. No, yeah, it is. It is. I feel like I'm in a, in a TV program right now. Yeah. So no, the reason I ask about the, like the, being, the feelings of, of being scared and uncertainty and difficult times, I think even if like you achieve everything that you want to achieve, imagine you've got like perfectly satisfactory job and everything. I think there's always... Yes. potentially always a point maybe not every single day but there's something always around the corner which is difficult like you might you might say for example all right i was in a perfectly good job but the reality of what it was i mean i had something like covid and that job stopped right mm -hmm. i know that's an extreme example but you know you can make the argument were you super safe 
in in that job maybe not because your job was one of those ones that it stopped because because of oh, COVID, it wasn't yeah. like you could just go home and work on your laptop exactly i know that you did other stuff and you know but your your job wouldn't wouldn't have continued if the, the pandemic continued and, and things like that so yes you might go oh it's incredibly safe and but actually no it's not and people listening were like mark that's a very extreme example you know you're not going to always have a pandemic but you just never know exactly lots of things happen um always um so for to from even just talking from my own perspective because sometimes i have moments of uncertainty about what i'm going to do and and all that sort of stuff as well but then i realized you actually you're always going to have that it might not be uncertainty about uh let's just say money or or anything like that but it'll be uncertainty about something else yeah it might be uncertainty related to to a friend or or to a family member or whatever so that preoccupation that worry will just find something else so it's almost like you have to just learn to to deal with that and live with that um i think yeah no absolutely agree to be honest like it's true that you will have to learn how to live with that because if not you're fucked yeah because that dark thing is gonna take you and 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 you won't be thinking clear yeah you know and this is one thing that when i'm telling you like i want to find myself and and you know this is one thing that i want to find in myself the security to deal with those things you know okay it's happening but that's it you know let's move on let's see what's going on you know but yeah. and at this stage i don't know if other people that's listening is happening but at this stage i just focus so much in this you know in yeah. that scary part in that thought that i cannot think through you know yeah and sometimes i'm just feeling like oh my god vanessa you're 31 you know i mean it's not that i'm old but Mm. I have an age now, you know, and I'm feeling, how can we, how can you not deal with those things yet? You know, why you still like carrying things so badly? Uh, No, I know, but this is how I'm talking to myself, you know, Mm. sometimes. And, and my next step is to do the opposite, Mm. you know? Would you ever talk to somebody else that way? Um, what do you mean? Like, Like, like a friend? yeah like the way that you're no yeah no for example if i'm with a friend and that person has that thought and you know i'm trying to motivate them and it's that what you mean no like yeah so my question is like why uh like listen we all are are tough on ourselves at times um or some people more than more than others and yeah as you said like i know that you are tough on yourself at times but like why my point is, I guess just asking you, I know that you do realize this, but like, why would you um, speak that way to yourself and not to somebody else when at the end of the day, you're, you live 100% in your own yeah, head all the time? I know. I think it's just the way I learn how to talk to myself, you know, but now I'm at this point that I'm on learning to learn better. Yeah. You know, so. I remember. I uh, I had the same thing. I sometimes I'm very critical of myself, but you don't. Sometimes you have to. Whatever it is, life teaches you that you're hard on yourself. And uh, when I lived in Spain, I started playing paddle. Uh, for anybody who's listening and doesn't know what paddle is, 
yeah, it's kind of like indoor tennis or mm. something. Like there's walls. It's amazing. It's yeah. the, one of the best games I've ever played. I can't believe it's not famous everywhere in the world. Because you don't have to be an amazing tennis player to be good at it or to be able to play it. Because you have a big wall. Too. Yeah, it's like, exactly. It took me ages to like figure it out because I used to play tennis a little bit when I was younger. And if the ball goes past you, you're done. Like you can't. Oh, you were a little Rafa Nadal, no? Oh, well, yeah. I, I drank enough orange juice and then I'd get diarrhea afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Because I used to watch the, the, the Wimbledon and uh, I wasn't even a member of a tennis club, but we used to go out on the road and all of the tennis players would be drinking, you know, the orange juice or whatever. So I was like, yeah, I want to be like them. And you start drinking, you know, the, the concentrated. Yes. In, in it. And then you'd be like running home. <laughs> like this. Yeah. Um, so guys, don't drink too much orange juice. Yeah. Don't drink too much orange juice. Um yeah, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so I was playing paddle. And so in, in paddle, you play with a partner against two other people. And when I when I made a mistake once, <laughs> I was like, you fucking idiot. You fucking prick, man. What sort of... No, I'm not going to go on. But I, And then the guy I was playing with was like, relax. And then whenever he missed a point, I'd be like, oh, it's okay, man. No worries. Next time, next time. And yeah. I was like... After the game, I was like, hold on a second. Why was I so nice to him? And cause so he, to me. Yeah, he was making even more mistakes than yeah. I was. Um, and yeah, and then, and then because uh, he looked at me weird when I was speaking. like Cursing to yourself. Yeah, no? and he was like, it's okay, relax. And I was like, yeah, he's right. I need to just chill out here. I know. And I was like, that was a big reflection point. Uh, then there was... I used obviously I used to be an English teacher. It's a girl that I used, she was real random. I had her for like I'd say a month. Real eccentric, um, extravagant. Like she used to wear these like crazy dresses and hats into the class. I was like, oh okay, this is weird. Um, but she was very nice anyway, and she was, I think I don't know, just out of a relationship or something. But she's like, I'm going on fifty first dates with myself. And wow. I was like, okay. I was like, well, like, what do you mean? And she's like, well, you know, if you ever gone like on a first date with someone, I was like, yeah. And you don't really know the person or really know anything about the person, but you kind of put in a lot of effort, right? I was like, yeah, I guess you do. Like you probably choose somewhere nice to go and eat, like, or whatever, you know, maybe a cool film to go and see. It's like, yeah. Um, maybe even like make an effort into what you wear. I was like, yeah, I guess so. And she's like, why do you do that for someone you don't even know? So she's like, yeah. I'm going to put that same amount of effort into doing that for myself. And I'm going to go get a coffee and I'm going to, you know, dress up and I'm going to have a piece of cake. And that's it. You know, that's it. That, that, that's it, actually. Yeah. You know, t treating yourself right and, and just taking care of, of, of your own. Like, seriously. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Um, but talk to me a little bit about the moments of... Uh, the bad times in Dublin and I don't mean I mean about Dublin I mean times where you feel like I'm sick of this place I I just want to change I want to move out of here and I know it's not a permanent feeling that you know but I want to know because um because other people experience that too yeah I think I never had that feeling just for one time okay you know like um after I came back I was out there for a year and three months and 
my era minding kids was done you know like mm. i love the family like the kids were lovely and all but i, I wanted to do something else yeah. because i just feel like i improved my english at the point that i could i could you be could out there else. you know yeah. so it was quite hard to me to find a job that i like to you know because i was like oh maybe i don't know uh what do i like no what i can do with my english now I know I don't like to be sitting down in the in an office because that's not who I am. So let's see what I want to do. Okay, I like fashion. Have no clue how I'm dressing, but anyways, I like fashion in general, <laughs> yeah. you know. And I was like, okay, let's gonna try with retail. And you know, I went to a store after store after store. It was no calls, you know. I was feeling frustrated. Like my insecurities there came to me, saying like maybe you're not ready. Like maybe your English is not great yet. You know, maybe you you should think. On going back to Spain because yeah. the money was gone, Mark. Like yeah. I had no money, and I was living with my my friend Anaïs, mm -hmm. and you know she was in the same situation. We were like working to survive, so obviously it was at that point that nobody could help me but my parents, and I was not gonna make my parents to pay my rent or my food yeah. because that's not why I came here for, you know. Yeah. So at that point, I was thinking maybe it's time to leave maybe mm. that's my experience maybe i can come back another time but until the last day you know i i i went outside and i with my cv and i came into stores and th throwing cvs you know yeah and it was um in grafton street in that store and i went in and i think they were looking for somebody desperately because the manager was like oh can you come tomorrow to do an interview i was like absolutely <laughs> you know so i went the next day i went to do the interview and i had no clue sometimes what she was asking yeah i was like yes you know <laughs> but i was so secure i was like oh my god vanessa you need to pretend yeah. that you know everything that she's telling you because at the end of the day you're gonna be with people you know yeah. and most of them they are gonna be English speakers. Yeah. So if she thinks that you don't have great English to be there, she's yeah. not gonna get you. Yeah. So I just pretended and <laughs> and I got it. <laughs> you know, I went out and she the, the same day she called me and was like, "Hi Vanessa, um, you got the job." And I was like, "Oh yeah." I was like, "Oh yeah, perfect, thank you." You know, but when I hung up, I, I hung up the the phone. I was like yes Amazing. you know yeah. and it was just 20 hours that for sure i wouldn't have enough money you know like rice and, and beans which i have no problem with it but i probably will be eating rice and beans for a month yeah but i was super happy because i was like okay i have the opportunity to stay here in the house that i'm super happy you know because I, this is another thing like i was super lucky that i like my my friend anais was living in a house already and she was saving that spot for me you know Brilliant. So, um, that was... How much of uh, your experience here and your happiness here is because of the community that you know, the people that you met? Like, how important have they been? Um, I think 10 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah, because if you don't get surrounded by people that is, I don't know, that you have something in common, that you can talk, that you can trust, the experience won't, wouldn't be the same you know yeah the place the, the the whatever you are it will be horrible yeah you know like i think people makes experience yeah the place of course as well but after eight years i know ireland i think yeah so well 
yeah you, you do like you, you definitely know Dublin well uh, yeah definitely Dublin because I think it was last year 2022 Mark that I first went to Hoth yeah I was gonna bring it up but I didn't want to embarrass you so you've been here seven years and you've never been to Hoth that is ridiculous and Hoth is like my favorite place in in... You know what? I just wanted to go slowly because Ireland is a small country. So <laughs> if I see everything in three years, like what, what's next? Yeah. You know, Doing so that's why. One stop on the dart every year. That's it. Yeah. And, and, and I end up in Brahim. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's yeah, actually uh, here, here's a question I have for you. You moved recently enough from city centre mm-hmm. to what we call, you know, the suburbs or yes. uh, you now live in Rahini in Dublin 5 on the north side. Um, what's it like? How different is it from living in the city centre to to living here in in suburbs? Um, is it is different, quite different, but with a positive feedback, you know. Yeah. Um, I used to live in the city centre in Fitzbro with mm-hmm. my friend Anais. That I told you already that I love her so much. Yeah. And it was amazing because. I don't know, it was just like living with your sister, you know, like Mm -hmm. having the time of your life, going home and just feel like it's home, you know. And as well, Fitzroy, I think, is a super nice area to live. Okay. Like I really had good experience there, you know. And then I moved to the city, city center. Uh, I I moved in Cable Street, you know, and the pandemic came. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't sleep properly. The seagulls were all (laughs) night... Yeah. And it's horrible, horrible. I I don't know. Like, for me, I think I had my time to like live in the city center, experience what is living to the city center. Like, it's super handy to go out and just go home by walking. You know, you don't have to pay taxi or you don't have to depend on like the buses, what time they are going to come or you have to wait until whatever. So that's what I miss sometimes, you know. But at the same time, I'm not going out anymore as much, you know, because First of all, my body doesn't feel it anymore. Mm-hmm. And everybody that I met is just growing up. So I don't know. I think your taste just kind of changed. You can go for like dinner, but you never go as late as before. Yeah. You know? So yeah, it's a positive feedback. I like to live in a quiet residential area. The dart is like there is 15 minutes to the city center. I'm still in Dublin. It's not like I'm in Comeo. Yeah. So. Um, and I think like w- one thing that we should probably point out and I think a lot of people kind of get confused about when they first kind of live in Dublin or whatever like living in the city centre of Dublin is not the same as living in the centre of Barcelona or Paris or you know it's it's a bit of a different vibe like majority of Irish people would not live in the city centre majority I Mm. mean um like almost I think this my brother said this to me the other day he's like and my brother is a good bit older than me. He's like, he's like the city centre is full of what he calls the new Irish. He says, you know, it's people living in Ireland. They might not be their back. They might not have been I born in mean, Ireland. Yeah. And he said Irish people seem to be socialising much more, you know, in their local pubs. Um, and this could also just be our age. I don't know, but I think I do get that sensation. Yeah, well. same. I think that is the same. Yeah, I don't. I think. It's true that I don't know many Irish people. Yeah. But the people that I know, they always live like, as you said, like in suburbs. Oh, how you call that? In the suburbs. Yeah. yeah, in the suburbs. But 
for example, Oshin, which she's he's Irish, but he's not from Dublin. Yeah. He's from Longford. Yeah. He lives in the city center. Yeah. And he likes that, you know, well, because yeah. I think it's because if you're coming from a town and you're living all the time or your life in a town, yeah. you want that kind of like salsa, you know, <laughs> yeah. like living in, in the city center and see. <laughs> not hard when you come from Longford. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, for, you know, like, no. People from over will love you. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. So um, I never lived in Barcelona city center. I probably would love to do that when yeah. I was younger. Yeah. Like on my 30, 31 years old, I, I don't know Me if too. I mentioned that before. Mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't live in city center in Barcelona anymore. Yeah. I don't think so. I would enjoy that as I had that before in my mind, like five years or six years yeah. ago. Yeah. You're at a different point, I think. Yes. Uh, you know, a bit like myself, you're trying to find, uh, you know, I, I probably like me, I during my 20s, even early 30s, I know I'm only 33, but I'm, you know. Jesus Christ, age. We'll say up to before the pandemic, actually. Um, a lot of my fun would have come from uh, going out to pubs, exactly. restaurants, um, you know. Clubbing. Yeah, pretty much. Whereas now I think I'm I'm actually kind of okay with the fact that I want to try and find fun in other in other places because I'm yeah. actually a little bit bored now of of that and you can and you and you there's a lot more that you can get out of life and I want to experience that so I don't want to go my whole life just going out and getting locked in no, pubs and stuff like no. that and don't get me wrong I'll still do it yeah <laughs> but maybe not every weekend or you know every week yeah. i want to try and discover other things i think there's so much other stuff going on in dublin that you can enjoy that you don't need to be related hammered. exactly just like i love all the comedy that's going on at the moment there's the creative shows whether you're going to you know listen to someone sing or play music or or poetry like and i'm not, I'm not a massive fan of poetry or anything like that but i want to go and see if someone can if i can enjoy that and discover it and I have a lot of respect for the people that have the balls to get up there and I know something that they've created at home in their bedroom and then they're willing to go up and say it in front of 20 or 30 people absolutely brilliant yeah um and I think there's music coming out of Dublin at the moment which is really cool uh so I want to discover all those things that and then you know other things like for whatever reason, about 100 people over the last month have invited me to go axe throwing. Uh, oh, it's like yeah. a big... Uh, have you done that? No. No, I yeah. didn't. Um, yeah. Like, Did you? No, I didn't. After? But, like, in the end, but it, it, like, I'd like to do it at some point. But, you know, all of these little things. Trying yeah. to find fun in something outside the pub, basically. Exactly. That is not related to drink or like staying out late at night, yeah. etc. Yeah, exactly. Um, because, you know... At the, at the end of the day, you don't process the hangovers the same way as you used to. Absolutely, no. Yeah. You you might look like you're right, but inside you are dying. Yeah, I used to be fine. Now, looking back, and I went, like, at times, I'd obviously be bad. But when I was, like, 18, I remember, you know, going out with my brothers, and they are, like, you know, 9, 10 years older than me. So when I was, like, 18, we go out to the pub, and I always used to, like, right, I'll drink two or three pints of water before I go to bed. I get up the next morning, and... I see all their faces and they look like they've been hit by a bus and I just be like, all right, that's they were like, and, what's for today? Uh, yeah. And, and you didn't realize at the time, it was just your age, your body was just able to process it. 
I know. Like I used to go out like Thursday, Fridays, Saturday, and Sundays, Mark. Mm. And I used to work those days as well, you know? Like the Craig David song. Yeah. I don't actually know the words, but yeah. Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday. Um, and, and, and I was super fun. I mean, I, I was tired on Saturday, you know, but after I was like, okay, let's do it. Because I was, I was super like hyperactive there. Like, oh, I love the music. I love like to drink. I love to go out with my friend. And I'm like, sorry, guys, um, I have something to do. But actually, I, I just have an appointment with my Netflix. I tell you know, I'm like, no, sorry, not tonight. Like, you know, I have loads of things to do. And they're like, well, you're jobless. I was like, yeah, you know, yeah, that's yeah. why. Yeah. Well, as you say, you're in that point of here's what I would say. You said that earlier on that you want to get to know yourself and everything like that. Mm -hmm. You're definitely not going to get to know yourself in the pub. No, it's uh, it's it's something that I think has to be it's like you know being in the pub is like a celebrate you're there to have a good yeah. time you're not there to find anything out about yourself but you know about the, that girl that you told me that she was doing 51 yeah. dates with herself like i'm starting to do that with myself you know like i'm going for a coffee with myself i know for some people it will be like well i'm doing that every day you know but for me it's like a big deal to sit down there just on my own yeah. you know but and now i just realize that i am enjoying it so much mm. like on sunny days like i don't have to wait for people to text me and say like hey it's a sunny day let's go to the beach mm. no i get the train and i'm going me myself and i and beyonce would be proud of that oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah and, and i'm just That's saying like I, I want to do that more because and even to the pub, like my, my big thing is like going to the pub to have a pint on my own and also like do a solo trip. Oh, really? That's what I want to do. And I think I know the, the destination. Oh, really cool. Where? Yeah. I, <laughs> it's going to be this summer and it's going to be in Las Gran Canarias. Longford. <laughs> <laughs> no, Longford, maybe for next year. You're going to go to Gran Canaria? Or you're yeah. Gonna okay. I, I like to do that because... Uh, I love, I love uh, the beach. I love the beach. Yeah. Like I love to be like staying there for hours, like just going to the, the sea yeah. and just do nothing. Well, you met um, some of my friends who came over from Canarias last year. Anecto. Uh, Anecto, yeah, for example. So you'll have to tell him. He'll be more than happy to have a, a drink with you or whatever. Um, one second. What happened? Um, just it's, stop recording. No, no, it's all ah. good. It's just uh, uh, it's low, low battery. Oh, fuck come up. here. Um, I have a question for you. Yes. Um, and that's a great idea, by the way, with the trip. Thank, cool. thank and you. And one thing I would say is, uh, when I was younger, I also had, you know, I was afraid to do it, and then when I was in Australia, I decided nobody wanted to come with me for some reason. I was like, like I'm in Australia. I want to go to New Zealand. Like this is you can't. I don't think I'm going to be back here anytime soon and I'd love to see New Zealand. So I went on my own for three weeks, uh, the best trip of my life, uh, un just unbelievable. And and obviously what happens is you end up meeting people there, right? Yeah. Uh, that you wouldn't have met if you were with other people because exactly. you're forced to to talk and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and then also when you're traveling, you meet so many other people who travel on their own. And it's like, okay, this, this isn't weird. It's just, it's a done thing. And I think nowadays it's not weird at all. Like I think not. a lot of people is doing it. And yeah. it's, 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 it's 
great, you know, it's yeah. amazing. Did you learn anything in that trip, in that solo trip that you did, did about I, Mark? Um, I can fart in front of people. <laughs> no. I, I, did, I did a parachute jump. Oh, really? Yeah. So what happened was I, I booked onto this like bus trip tour. Um, I didn't have a huge amount of money, but I booked this bus trip tour. I, as far as I can remember, it included, it, would, it was right from the north of New Zealand all the way down to the south. Uh, not everywhere, but you'd stopped off in different points. I'm pretty sure the price included accommodation or whatever. I can't remember. Um, but anyway, on like the second stop of maybe 15, I decided to do a parachute jump, which basically meant I spent all my money on like the second day. Um, but I was like, okay. But it was worth it, no? Um, yeah, obviously for the memory. Uh, I guess I was, I learned something about myself in, in that I went strangely numb. I was really nervous. Um, and then I think I learned about myself that maybe in moments of, uh, high uh, anxiety or high stress I disassociate completely I seem to and I can be absolutely totally not nervous whatsoever because I remember going in I was like because at the beginning it was like I don't know if we're going to do it the weather is a bit bad maybe there's not going to be possible to do a parachute jump today so my head was like oh, okay cool it's not going to happen and then I was like okay if we go now we can do it and I was like oh what oh, okay um, and I, this is actually kind of funny story, right? So there's a, a stupid joke that I'm going to tell. Uh, I hear it right now. That I always used to love this joke, right? Oh, Mark, please don't do it because I'm not going to laugh. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's okay. That's fine. Nobody really laughs at my jokes anyway. But the, 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 the story of the joke was um, taking the piss out of Irish people, right? And, and let's say maybe... Uh, you know, a war situation and, you know, the stereotypical World War One, World War Two situation, right? Irish guys go to war um, and they're fighting the Germans or whatever. And, you know, they're in behind the trenches and nothing is happening and they can't see each other. So the Irish guys are like, how can we like, how can, what can we do here? And they're like, oh, what about if we just like call out like a really common German name and see if anybody responds and then we shoot them. Um, <laughs> and they're like okay what's a really common uh, Irish name and they go um, I don't know Hans so like hey Hans and it, they, all they hear is yes and they go bang 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 and they come it's like oh yeah it worked really well like let's do it again I say like, hey Hans he goes yes and it's like bang 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 and it keeps going on right and then the Germans are like hey these, these fucking Irish are killing us and they're like what's a, a really common Irish name it's like, hey, Paddy. It's like, okay, let's call out this name. Uh, and it's like, hey, Paddy. It's like, is that you, Hans? Yes. Bang, 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 bang. Right? Well, man. So, stupid joke, right? Stupid no, joke. No, but you know what I realized? What? You imitate um, German accent in English very well. No, thanks. <laughs> Seriously, I was like, I could diff like I could put like, oh, he's talking about the Germans and now he's talking. Oh, well, uh, no, I don't really, know? but thank you. Um, about to do this parachute jump, right? Five minutes. And then yeah, they bring you into this uh, room like to watch the safety video. And at this point, I shit my pants. I was like, oh my God, there's people like fall. Like, I'm going to do that in like 25 minutes or whatever. In a bad weather. Well, it was getting brighter and stuff, and they said it was fine. And uh, 
so it's like obviously I, you don't jump out by yourself you're connect, you're joined with somebody yeah. else and they control the parachute and stuff so um i went up to to do the parachute jump and i met the guy that was you know my uh, instructor partner partner and he's like hi my name's hans <laughs> no way <laughs> and i was like oh karma this is it <laughs> i'm gonna die He's going to, like, drop me in the air. <laughs> I was like, I, genuinely, that thought came into my head. I was like, oh, shit. Um, that he was German. He was German. Um, and oh, well, yeah, of course. He, uh, he was lovely, obviously. And I was really, really nervous at that point, like, pulling on all the equipment and stuff. And then we got into the plane. And for whatever reason, I went, comp- like, I could have been watching Netflix but I think I like disassociated completely. I think my brain just probably like I can't handle this. I'm. I'll see you. I'll see you when you're on the ground. <laughs> but one thing, when you get that nervous and you're up there on the on the plane, do you do those bad jokes as well? No, and because not, I think, you know, when you, you get you, numb, you just like throw from your mouth. You, you know, like. For, but you know what? I said to myself four hundred times don't be one of the dickheads that gets recorded and like, has their thumbs up the whole time. <laughs> um, you know, those, you know, those like, Did oh, you get recorded? I got it recorded. I'll have to try and find it. I had a shaved head at the time as well. So I looked like geez, I was going through some kind of life crisis. Oh, Mark, uh, I will pave to see that, man. But anyway, in the video, non-stop. <laughs> you were doing this, up. no? <laughs> Hans! Because there was a guy, yeah, he kept going, are you okay? I was like, yeah! <laughs> Thumbs up. What uh, do you feel like? Do you feel the air super like pulling from your face? The first part, um, he kind of did like a flip. Okay. The, I was thankfully I was first one out, uh, for whatever reason. Uh, I, I don't know if that's good though. Uh, it was for me because uh. I had a, a guy that I met, um, and that was one thing actually that potentially I learned from that trip. I I do think you can make real friendships from experiences like uh, that one a, a lot of people say I, I, I find it hard to make friends in dublin it comes from time and experiences together um like i'll always be able to sit down with that guy and have a pint because he was actually from belfast oh and uh we'll always have that memory together you know exactly always so that's one thing i learned but um he said what <laughs> He said he wasn't feeling too bad until he saw me jump out because uh, he was like, you just disappeared. Yeah. And then I think he was one of the last ones out. So he had to wait for all the other people to jump. But so that, how many people was there to jump? Oh, I'd say it was about at least 12, I'd say. 12 with the 12 in, uh, partners? Just sitting in a plane. Yeah. What the leg? Yeah. So anyway, a very cool experience. Do you what? recommend it? Yeah. Because this is one thing that I want to tick, you know, on my list. Yeah, 100% I recommend it. Yeah. Um, other people did, you know, bungee jumps. I couldn't afford because obviously... No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, the good thing about the parachute jump is actually I didn't do the jumping. I'm, I can't I think. Yeah, because you were with somebody. Yeah, he controls yeah. it. like, And he's exactly. like, one, two, three, go. And there's no like... Yeah, whereas I, the bungee jump, obviously, you're the one that has to jump. And the, and the floor is like closest, yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like if, yeah, no. Um, come here. Before we finish, I want to ask you something. If someone is coming over to to Dublin, yeah, they've never been here before. What would you like to do with them? Don't come. 
first of all. <laughs> no, I'm just messing. What do you mean? Like if what, what I would a do with them? A friend comes over to, to oh, visit Oh, okay, you. my friends. Um, definitely going to the pub. Yeah. Cliff of Moher as well. Okay. And, and, and find the leper come. <laughs> you know, that will be my three main things with a friend. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, like, yeah, I mean, obviously there's lots of different things you could do, but um, I guess that's kind of unique to Ireland, I suppose. Um, I recommend for you to try and discover other parts of Ireland as well. Yeah, I will. I've actually been in most of the parts, to be honest. Have you? Yeah, I've been to um, Cork, I've been to Galway, I've been to Kerry, I think. Yeah. And I've been to Wicklow. Yeah. I've been to Dublin. <laughs> Been to Dicey's. Been to Dicey's. Wow. No, Dicey's as well. If you're if you're new here, you definitely have to experience Dicey's. Okay. Good fun. Good fun. No, honestly, yeah. good fun. I was spending there most of my weekends, the first or second year. Mm. Um, Vanessa, I drank a pint of water and a coffee before we did this. I really need to pee. Uh I, we've been chatting about getting you on the podcast for a really long time. Thank you so much. No, it's it was a pleasure. Great honestly. fun. Um, it was a pleasure. And yeah. If now, the camera wasn't there, I would say... Mm, the camera, jeez. No, it doesn't matter. No, but seriously, thank you, Mark, for having me. It's always so nice chatting with you, you know. And now I will see you around the house because we live together. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah. If you have another question, I will be around. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.